Ringy dingies. Yeah, he gets. He sent me a message. All right. Well, we got two more rings, Bob, and then we're going to have to go to the next caller <laughs> to see who wins the prize package. Well, hello. Hello, Buffalo Brown. How are you? Good evening. Doing good. Good to hear you. Hey, good. what's up, dude? Good to hear you too. Let me Both adjust you. your um. Want to adjust your audio so you're as loud as possible for us. All right. So let's that, congrats. Let us congrats on Robert Fripp uh, reposting. I know. Oh, right? thank you. That was not. <laughs> and all the unbelievable hate, uh, nasty things that all the uh, although fans some of said it about were it. retracted. Some actually. apologized after. Yeah, uh, yeah they did. Um, <laughs> one the wait. What? Wait, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, some of them were just annoyed by me. They just would have rather if it was just that uh, Marcus Reuter talking, talking and me and Barry right. didn't talk at all. Correct. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't like us. It's a, it's, a, it's a conversation. People want to control things too much. Yeah, that, well, that's it. <laughs> that, they, they wanted to be talking instead well, of us they with assumed Marcus. It was <laughs> oh, there you go. They, they assumed it was an interview show, and it's not an interview show. It's a discussion show. And to them, that was just, you know. Right. And sometimes it's a battle to see who could talk over who, you know. Well, and I should tell you, if you want to talk, just talk and talk over whoever's talking and we'll stop talking. We will. We need to start. We need to start warning guests in advance. Don't right. be shy. Just yeah, don't be shy. pretend this is a Betty. Book. I love Betty. Uh, do you know Betty from uh, Holly Hunt? I'm sure he knows. You know Betty, right? A drummer. She was in Cavity. That's right. That's right. That was probably she, the first time I saw her. Right. She does not fuck around on the drums. Like no, when that's you what hear, it was. It's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a heavy hitter. Like, she could that be in, was, she could that be in Swans. That was a long time ago with Cavity. Yep. Obviously, oh, yeah. Cavity's not current so much, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're right. It was. But, uh, yeah, but she was good. Someone commented specifically, Betty did a really good job of just, like, talking love. Not, yeah, which not, is great. Not just, like, going, you know, saying her shit and not <laughs> talking over you guys. So it's like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> All right, so let's just, uh, we'll just <laughs> jump into it. We'll, uh, I'll talk, you know, I'll in- intro the show a little, and I'll introduce you, and we'll just out off to the races. You're good. Right, you sound uh, great. You sound very uh, lucid. <laughs> that's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I'm good. having fun. Good. I'm having fun. All right, yeah. that's good. All right, welcome everyone to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock, and that is Rob Elba. And here we are again, Barry. <laughs> It seems like it's only been a couple of days. It seems like it, uh, but here we're back again. And uh, well, the last time I saw you you're, was your back headed out the door while we were completing the episode oh, because you had to go to work. I had to go to the airport, and I had to finish up with well, our you know. good friend Tom Smith. Uh, well, if you guys uh, become a patron, if we get a couple more patrons, Barry, maybe I could quit that stupid job. And this could <laughs> yeah, be- <laughs> a couple of more patrons. We, we have, have a yeah, new, we have we like have a, a new pa- right. We have a new patron to announce, uh, Michael Lane Heath. Uh, Thank you, Michael. Welcome. Uh, Michael is uh, author of a book of, uh, or an editor of a book of interviews with um, Lou Reed. Um, oh, who is that? I never. I don't recognize that name. <laughs> <laughs> He's sending me a copy of his uh, the. Co- the collection of interviews from Lou, with Lou Reed from the 70s. Oh, nice. Um, and All right. Well, thank you for being a new patron. And uh, all of you out there, you could go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH and become a patron of the show and help uh, me and Barry out and keep us, you know, in the style we've grown to go. We're, we're drinking... Uh, we're drinking very inexpensive wine. <laughs> yeah, wine now, available so. at 7-Eleven. But it's fine. I, I'll keep... I don't care how many patrons we get. I'll keep drinking this wine. All right, Barry. We have a guest tonight. 
Thank really? God. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's. I already pointed out that he's very lucid and he sounds like he's ready to go. So let's welcome to the show, Mister Buffalo Brown. Welcome to the show, Mister Buffalo Brown. How you doing? Hey, doing good. I'm doing good, good. considering it. But yeah, yeah. Thank I you. I know. Thank all things guys. considered, yeah, we sort of take that uh, when we ask people how they're doing. We take that into consideration that everyone's doing horribly, basically. But we're doing <laughs> the best. We're all doing the best we can. Yes. Um, so we know you. You're a musician um, in uh, Florida, and uh, we know. So, is uh, Cognomen still a a thing? Absolutely, yes. It is. Uh, right. We just, re- we, yeah, yeah. We released I, a single last month. We're going to release another one next month. We're I doing s- stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. I did see. I did see a video of a thing, and it said 2020. So that's awesome. You're one half of Cognomen with uh, Ulysses Perez, our other uh, good friend. And I should say, Cognomen is one of the most unusual duos. You will see play. Oh, and it's great. You guys, and it's yeah, very it's enjoyable. Great. It's awesome. I haven't seen you guys in years, unfortunately. Um, but yeah. I think the last time was at the late great PRL, uh, packed into this tiny yeah. little bar. But it was a lot of fun. And, oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but as great as Cognomen is, we're not here to talk about that. Uh, you brought a record to us. So, what record did you bring for us to talk about? Right, it's uh, Star- uh, Arctic Monkeys, Tranquility Base, Hotel and Casino. Yeah, and I'm going to be totally honest. When I first, when Barry first told me, which I know Barry's probably the same way. I'm like, huh, okay, I've heard of Arctic heard Monkeys, of, um, uh, and my impression of what that? they were was completely <laughs> incorrect. Well, I pretty feeling- much similar to my story. Truthfully, I, I they were like kind of like I associated them with like I don't know something kind of like. Greasy people, kind of photo hipsters, <laughs> were listening to. Yeah, honestly, only because of the people that I was listening to here, people that I knew were listening to them were maybe in that scene, which is cool. That means sure. they were like you know, listening to some cool music, and I right. I but, like cool, but I also like things that get my attention, and this totally had my attention. It was totally different. And yeah. at first, I just said, "Ah, it's that, it's that band." That coincidentally, I was thinking. They're kind of like a Strokes-ish kind of band. Yeah. And yes. Right. And then the first lyric comes out, and I'm like, huh? what the hell? <laughs> oh, but this, I'll tell you what, this record is amazing, and it came, it came out recently. It came out in 2018. 2018. Uh, yeah. And yeah, this, but and and I guess from what I could tell, because I did, I, I I've obviously knew of them, and I heard and I've heard them before, but this definitely is a is a change of direction for them as a band and this this record is like out of left field well because i I went and watched some of their live footage today because i didn't really know what the rest of their stuff sounded like and so we've been kind of under the gun so i've been listening to basically the albums that were i haven't had a chance to do these deep dives into discographies and i watched their live show and i was like wow this is very different like it's a guitar rock band. Yeah, like a yeah, modern yeah. rock band. Uh, and British. for the record, mind you, I, I missed out on some of the uh, stuff in between when they first started till now. Right, I was, right. I, I was out of that loop. I just you remember when they first came out. Right. And then okay, going so, back a bit. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No. 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 So I was going to say. So how did this record like? So how did this record come under your radar? And and uh, uh, I have an older brother who's just kind of like a interesting uh, cat. Yes. Yeah. The mysterious older brother what's of the his, what's, your, what's your brother's name? <laughs> Greg. Greg, oh, yes. He just, has, he just has a regular he name. <laughs> he has been doing these interesting playlists, actually. Uh, I'm going to send you a Coltrane playlist he made, oh, which is excellent. real interesting, real interesting. He's just, I don't know. He's Anyways, so, so I have a brother that has been kind of a, I don't 
don't know, almost like a guru. Yeah. As far as, you know, or, or sensei or whatever. Just he's just seems he, he absorbs music and details real quick and then he's ready for something else as if nothing mm-hmm. happened. Whereas I tend to kind of mull over. <laughs> yeah. Mull over, getting, you know, it takes me three months to just like really get it, that kind of thing. And it, it, that's usually a sign that something good is happening. And that's what happened with this. Uh, at first, I sort of said, nah, oh, it's that band. Then I actually heard it. My brother sent me the, the link to their uh, album and heard the first song. And I was like, okay, kind of interesting. But it's just like, okay, all right, I, I think I understand it. Yeah, it's like Bowie, the 70s. Right, uh, right. right. Uh, kind of like the Bowie, Iggy Pop soul kind of vibe True. yes yeah i'm also gonna throw in happened. i'm also gonna throw in um my impression was um late 90s uh flaming lips um oh yeah it was in there a yeah. little bit well you know it's funny you said that because i i wrote a thing down i wrote it's like the flaming lips if the flaming lips record was played uh, by the Wrecking Crew and uh, yeah. uh, Jarvis uh, mm-hmm. Cocker, Cocker was the lead the singer. singer. <laughs> that's that's yeah, beautiful. Sure, yeah. That's really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so obviously it's not what any of us expected to hear when no. we're listening to a new uh, Arctic Monkeys. Monkey well, I, and I had read no. in advance. I was like, the, 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 I read the you know reviews and stuff, and they were like, well, this is if you listen up, they've got a lot of pushback because you know fans are like, oh, new Arctic Monkeys record, great. I'm gonna go home and you know smoke a bowl and put it on and turn it up really loud. This is different. Um, very. Confessional, personal, um, well, intense. The whole thing, but the whole thing is a concept, which you know, yeah, Barry, sure, I of love course. a yeah. concept. So loosely explain to yeah. us, uh, Buffalo Brown, what's what's the loose concept of, of the record of Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino? Huh. You give me a couple words here. Give me a couple words as far as what you, how, what you would say, because the truth of the matter is, I mean, from what yeah. the uh, from what in just in just uh, reading some interviews with Alex Turner and sort of explaining a little, it's very loose, futuristic about a futuristic moon colony, yeah. like this 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 posh hotel and casino that's built on the moon, and basically Arctic Monkeys are the house band at this <laughs> hotel, cool. and they're cool. sort of and so the songs are just sort of their observations of all these different people. People staying in this posh moon colony and their observations and it's all very science fiction-y but yeah, also yeah. it's all very he's sort of um, talking about things the way things are and about uh, technology yeah. and about social media and that yeah. so, and, and it's and it's awesome it's yeah. great <laughs> but it's yeah. also got a weird almost like if there was a lounge band on that remember the TV show Space 1999 it's totally. got a retro futuristic feel. Oh yeah, so totally, totally. It's um, yeah. it's it's Stanley Kubrick. It's um, it's um, Stanley Kubrick's uh, uh, um, uh, um, set with the, a band Beautiful. in it. Right. You know. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get that. I totally felt all the Kubrick. I felt the thing is, the, to descri- to start to describe it, but first of all, there's a, a, a gazillion kind of musical references, and then there's also yes. references to films and soundtracks of films. Yeah, like the French and the Italian stuff in the seventies. Yes, uh, uh, sci-fi. A lot of sci-fi. I heard the elements of say Barbarella, or yeah. even like uh, I don't know, just different. So many things happening, just musically, but also thematically. You you guys covered. Uh, you uh, mentioned just the use of cell phones, the use of uh, social media, what is happening, right. what is our connection to it. There's an overarching kind of a Neil Postman 
yes, um, yes. using ourselves to death, a lot of references to that. And exactly. then even kind of, uh, even just kind of like in my mind, I had two possible storylines that may or may not be so, but just the way I, I kind of see this world happening is I'm not sure if this person is truly there, right? Because there's kind of like a virtual, yes, not necessarily virtual reality, but where things are not what they seem and Oh yeah, exactly. The yeah, the, the now, looking at this future place that he right. might not physically be at. It, he might not. He could be someone who's alive that's yeah. connected to a machine. Yeah, uh, exactly. He could be somebody that's imprisoned and that's his sentence. Yeah, like, right. now you have to live in a virtual world where we collect your body or whatever. What do they call that? That's the unreliable mariner. narrator. Yeah. So there's a lot of unreliable narrators, I think, on this. Yeah. Where could be? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, he, he alludes to so many different things. So it's just what's what is so is the overall. There's this sense of not reality being played with. Yes, and and the way they recorded the album sort of reflects that because some they, it was recorded all separately, or they were. Well, he he did he, these demos. He, he wrote the whole thing demos in his apartment on an upright piano. Right, singing. Yeah, and singing, and he kept. He ended up keeping a lot of his original uh, rough vocals. Vocals are just what was. And then when he brought it to the band, yeah. a lot of it's played. You could hear like that. The reason I said. Wrecking Crew, there's a lot of uh, oh Brian a, Wilson a, a, a pet and, sounds and peel. Pets, yeah, you totally pet sounds, people yeah. playing yeah. and a lot of instruments. I'm gonna throw in also here, and because there's also a besides pet sounds, there's a Mothers of Invention vibe to some of this Ooh. as well, because Frank was that. listening to Brian Wilson, but then Frank had this also his own take on it and the one of the tracks i was listening to and i was like yeah that's beach boys but it's also um uh, uh uncle meat or we're only in it for the money or absolutely free there was some just some textures in there i was like okay that's frank zappa now i hope i could be completely wrong and the you know the band would be like we hate frank zappa but <laughs> well you can hate well, him but you could still be kind of a sponge to uh, <laughs> some of it anyway right there's a sense of satire to what they're doing, and with yes. the '70s yes. kind of soundtracky, composerish elements, where sometimes there are no symbols on the drums; it's just the drum being used more in a uh, uh, orchestral way. Right, uh, right. Because Ringo also- Starr, I think, would sometimes do that, where there it was just done. I don't know yes. if this was recorded just one drum at a time. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I guess different things like that. Thinking more orchestrally about the drum set, not just traditional. Let's bang out another rock and roll song, which we're really good at. Exactly. This is not that at all. Because when I watched the live stuff, I was very surprised when they came out and just started in this rock and roll anthem, basically. And there's a stadium full of people. It was like, it was Lollapalooza in Chile or Brazil. They're a really big band. I mean, and their last album, uh, AM, I believe, was huge. It It, was like, yeah, yeah, it was a gigantic crowd. Yeah, yeah. And, well, this um, album started to get started getting me, me looking into their back catalog, and yeah, I do like some of those albums actually. I they do. Are good, as far but, as but, what they are in yeah. and of itself within right. that genre, it's really well crafted, uh, and so and it gives me feelings, you know, and it's rocking. <laughs> but yeah, but this it's is something. This is this is right. Yeah, totally. somewhere else. Yes, oh, God, it is. All right, so let's uh, let's get let's into it. it. Let's man. just start listening to it. Uh, the first, as you said, the first right away, he says the first line. I just wanted to be one of the strokes. <laughs> <laughs> now look at the mess you made me make. So let's listen to the first song, "Star Treatment." Mm-hmm. 
to be one of the strokes Now look at the mess you made me make Hitchhiking with a monogram suitcase Miles away from any half-useful imaginary highway I'm a big name in deep space Ask your mates But golden boys in bad shape I found out the hard way That here ain't no place for dolls like you and me Everybody's on a barge Floating down the endless stream of great TV Yeah it's, it's awesome, but I can picture, I also picture some teenage, some poor teenage girl like who loves the band getting this and listening to them going, well, what is, did I get the wrong record? I want to take yeah. this back and yeah. return this. But well, it's yeah. adult because it feels very, very adult and very, very... Um, Worldly wise. Oh yeah, and, and he sings yeah. in this world weary tone oh, God, a lot. Yes, and, uh, but it's uh, yeah. Well, how did the, and there's another thing about this album that is came about as a result of writer's block. Like he right, was trying right. to write Arctic Monkeys songs, and it it wasn't happening. And right. so he on a guitar. That's a why guitar, he, he switched to piano. Which, which his dad, he didn't really. His, he had he, his he, dad gave him lessons when he was a kid, but he, he hadn't really mm-hmm. played it too much. Right, right. He sits down at this wow. piano and then starts writing these things. And I guess he presented to the band. He said, "Is this going to be all right?" And they were like, "Yeah." Sure. There was even they were even thinking maybe solo. Maybe it would be like a, a solo, solo record, record. But but they sort of all right. they all sort of got on board and said, "Yeah, let's let's do, do this." It, why not? And, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, I have it that the guitar player Jamie was the one, the first one that started getting in on it, just as far as recording tracks that go with it and right. working on arrangements and whatnot and eventually the rest of the band I have it yeah and, and these guys these are all guys that have been friends since like uh, since they were uh, uh, teenagers they're really young it's like Radiohead when where they, they started, started they were uh, a long time ago yeah. in the 80s or yeah right. uh, MySpace they broke them right oh I my god wow yeah they, were they like, broke in MySpace they would they said if you write this we'll send you a CD or something and they're uh, I think if you pay this way it was before there was a commerce online so too much for me they, yeah they say uh, they were like one of the first bands to sort of use uh, online and use social media yeah. to, and became popular like that. They were like sort of the forerunners of that. Uh, but obviously... So it, well, I, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. most people would be trying to kind of, you know, keep capitalizing on that. And I think he just, you know, you mentioned the world weariness he has to this song. And it, does, it doesn't mean... Actually, some of the reference, some of the lyrics is, I think, are referring to his personal weariness of being constantly on tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Waking up from a new place every night kind of deal. Just right. kind of like, where am I? What day is it? Am I really here? You know, you mentioned me being lucid. Sometimes I'm not, and I'm sure sometimes he wasn't too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so that he's carrying uh, on the, the weight of just his maturity, which isn't necessarily what, you know, the trend is as far as trying to make a hit. Right, exactly. Like, like there's a... the. The um and there are Rob loves a good pre-chorus. There are pre-choruses in this song in these these songs, which is yes. uh, um and but then there's the the verse two is I just wanted to be one of those ghosts you thought that you could forget, and then I haunt you via the rearview mirror on a long drive from the back seat, but it's all right. Because you love, love me, me. <laughs> and you recognize that it ain't how it should be. Your eyes are heavy and the weather's the weather's getting ugly. So pull over. I know the place. It's just, you know, this guy, he whether he's that world weary or 
sort of, um, I won't say beat Kerouac influenced. He's got that, you know, um, vibe. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's able to present that very, very convincingly. And, and indeed, really good storytelling, really good uh, presenting you with a place, a scene, yeah. a situation. Yeah, maybe not having everything clear, but definitely clear enough for you to feel like you're in that place. <laughs> and yeah, and that's what I really love about it is a lot of it is very open ended. The, the the lyrics, some of them seem very stream of consciousness, but still very meta there's a lot of like meta stuff going on here and uh so let's what do you mean what do you mean you've never seen blade runner <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> what do you mean well, well, yeah <laughs> yeah all right so let's listen to the uh the next track we got a lone uh, staccato piano starting it out and let's listen to one point perspective Dancing my underpants I'm gonna run for government I'm gonna form a covers band and all Back there by the baby grand Did Mr. Winter Wonderland Say, come here kid, we really need to talk Bear with me man, I lost my train of thought Exercise, I call it quits I swim with the economists And I get to the bottom of it For good By the time reality hits The chimes of freedom fell to bits The shining city on the fritz One point perspective Yeah, so this is... Yes. A- Another, I think the first song, this is another song where they used his original, like I said, his uh, demo vocals. Uh, so, but it ah. just gives it all the, the, this kind of sound in a way. Uh, well, he sounds 70s. different than the band. Yes. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like you've got this guy almost in a chamber or in a, con- with the piano and uh, the <laughs> voice. And then everybody else is providing this scenery for this character that's sort of, I, I think about it, well, you say, you know, in a, on a spaceship, you know, on a, uh, on the moon, a, a on a colony on the moon, moon. And they're the lounge band. And I love, he yeah. just throws in all these meta things. Like he's talking about it being a fan of some fictional, uh, fictional documentary uh, film called Sing Song Around the Money Monkey Tree. Tr- and he goes, tree. Sing Song Around the Money Tree, this stunning d- documentary no one else unfortunately saw. <laughs> Such beautiful photography. It's worth it for the opening scene. Yeah. <laughs> I've been driving around listening to the score. Or maybe I just imagined it all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, exactly. Is this even exactly. real? Is this really happening? Is yeah. this virtual? Right. We, we've, or is, well, yeah, we've had that happen. You have something you're trying to remember, and you eventually, and you go, I know that happened, but at some point you go, did I dream that, or was it? Is it actually real? And it's that weird mm. feeling of, hmm, I'm not sure that this actually happened or not. And mm. it's like, it sometimes it didn't. I used to, I would wake up from dreams and be like, oh yeah, I remember where that place is. I got to go out there this afternoon. And then gradually you come to the realization that, oh wait a second, that's um, 
that's in my dream world. That's, that doesn't exist in real life. But when you wake up, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to head out there today and check it out. Not there. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> you know, sometimes I go home and say, did I just do an episode with Barry? <laughs> or was I just driving around? Uh, <laughs> no, it's true. I, yeah. yeah. I, I sometimes do have memories of something that weren't real they were in my dreams and i think wait oh wait i dreamt oh, yeah. that but it was so yeah. real i believe yeah. that i believe that of you buffalo brown and, or, and- <laughs> or if there's something i'm doing like a long distance drive the first hour or so it seems of me sleeping or dreaming just <laughs> right. me driving again oh, okay yeah i'm still driving That's right, right. right right and I, yeah. I know i'm in the bed you know what? Uh, also, listening to this, uh, Buffalo Brown, I will say, like, especially the way it opens with the piano and then that that drum uh, that drum beat comes in, it, it reminds yeah. me of of uh, you something you would like because uh, cognomen. It definitely oh. just the, the 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 sparseness of it yeah. and the the coolness of it. So mm. I could definitely see this being something cool. that, that grabbed you. I could see that. Well, thanks. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it it felt like that. Definitely. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, I thought so. Um, I, uh, what, what's your take on Mister? Wonderland. Uh, there's a reference to somebody uh, by the Baby Grand, uh, and, and he's referring to them as Mr. Wonderland at, oh. the, at the lounge. Oh, he's right. saying, "Come here, kid. We really need to talk." Oh yeah. Well, that's in record in music industry. You know, that's probably. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. any, any we, band this big is going to have people that are going to put pressure on them to. You know, yeah. you know anybody involved in music, yeah. they know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, anybody right, who might right, not right. be, <laughs> yeah, might yeah. not be too yeah. sure. What, they yeah. might think it's a Christmas reference. No, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a person that is makes money from music and is not a musician right. and is probably predatory. And that's just they're just out there. <laughs> So, so the, the 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 first two songs seem pretty light, but now things get a little darker on the third song. As as the future, he's talking about the, the future reveals to be maybe it's not so bright as you think it is. Uh, let's yeah, listen. right. Remember they wrote this in uh, twenty seventeen. Twenty, yeah, right. right. Of, I had to say, there's a lot of prescient uh, prescient. I don't know if that's the word. Kind of like. Yeah. You know, he didn't know he was predicting things, but there are a there lot is. of there is. verses um, that yeah. apply to the last six months, for that matter. For sure. Well, think uh, about what was, what was in the air in 2016 and 2017. Was, oh, you know, we know what was in the that air. That stench was already in the air. All right, let's listen to a little bit of American. He mentions America here. Let's listen to American sports. So when you gaze planet Earth from outer space, does it wipe that stupid look off of your face? I saw this aura over the battleground states. I lost the money, lost the keys, but I'm still handcuffed to the briefcase. And I never thought, not in a million years, that I need so many. Can I please have my money back? My virtual reality mask is stuck on Parliament Pro. Emergency battery pack just in time for my weekly chat with God on video call. Breaking news, they take the truth and make it fluid. There's a line in there that's extremely uh, cutting. Breaking news. They take the truth and make it fluid. So, uh, 
We have, well, we have alternative facts. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Neil Postman was break, was talking about breaking news in the 80s. Uh, that's another Neil, Neil Postman reference. He's saying that breaking news, uh, he didn't say, okay. it's not a direct quote, but it's right, the right, essence right. of what he was saying about breaking news. It's right. like, it, that's entertainment at this point. It's exactly, no longer the truth. Exactly, exactly. I thought television was going to be the last great technology that Americans would be stupid about, would accept without asking any questions. I mean, if someone had said in 1946, the average American kid will clock 5,000 hours in front of the TV set before entering the first grade. 19,000 hours by high school's end. Yeah, and that was before the internet. <laughs> right. Well, right. Before, at, at least before civilians had it. Yeah, but CNN, the Chiron on the bottom of the screen, rolling across the bottom of the screen, that's something, once that came into that continuous flow of, of stuff across the screen, you have to have something to fill it. And, um, Right, right, right. It's not always filled with uh, exactly the truth. It's filled with some. You just uh, gotta fill it. You gotta yeah. fill it with keeps, something. Gotta keep yeah. going. And because well, we all remember, ultimately, this is this is a sci-fi story uh, as an excuse to kind of like yeah, yeah, really let people know what he's going through and what he's experiencing at oh, that time. Oh yeah, it's I think really absolutely. so. Amazing how he does that. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree totally. So when he says, "I never." I never thought, not in a million years, that I'd meet so many Lolas. What? Ah. <laughs> Is he talking about people who aren't what they seem? Ah, I think so. Good. Because I like that. That's really good. I knew somebody named Lola that uh, drank champagne. Um, <laughs> it tasted like Coca-Cola. Right. That's yes. it. C-O-L-A Cola. I think that's where he's going with it. And he's got to be a, a, a Ray Davies fan, too, because he's British and he's and he's a yeah. songwriter. So, of course, he's oh, got really stuff he's done over the years yeah and yeah, especially yeah, yeah. with the uh, uh, what what where they came from as far as arctic Mon- like the earlier more arctic monkeys albums where they were trying to yeah i'm gonna have to listen to some of their earlier stuff because based on the extremely high um intellectual content of these lyrics it means there's there's a lot well, going they're on there. They're, they were definitely a s- step above your regular rock band and their debut their, their debut in 2006 which they were all like probably like 20 years old is the f- fastest selling debut album by a band in uk chart history wow so they came okay. out the gate mm-hmm. with uh yeah strong <laughs> but you know obviously some bands do that and then that's it and then they fall apart but right. these guys obviously have a staying well power. it's a it's a band do we know how um how their song right how their songwriting is credited well it's all um uh, all this, these songs are credited to him alex turner are they he really did, well because he wrote them all in, okay <laughs> in his apartment so, <laughs> in los angeles so and those guys were probably in oh, england I didn't check that, yeah 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 so those guys were probably in england just waiting to see what he came up with but yeah. like i said they have been all together uh, you know yeah. same guys uh, except the, the original bass player left actually because he couldn't he he couldn't take how uh, Big, they got so quickly, so yeah, he, he wasn't it into you it. In, right. And then they got this other guy that's been with them since. But um, all right, so the next, so one, likely the, the oh, I was just going to say, likely the incentive I would, I would imagine is that they get points, they get a percentage of everything. They might not own the, own the actual songs, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure probably. there's a reason they stick around. Yeah, yeah. Or, and a band is a band is <laughs> exactly. If, if, if it's yeah. a and band, friends, but 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, with the Go-Go's, we, in the Go-Go's episode, the uh, friend, you know, it all sort of fell apart because of the um, it songwriting. It to the best of them. Yeah. So many stories. There's so many stories in the big city. Talking heads. Um, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, David Byrne. All right. And, so, and Brian Eno. Oh, no, I was just referring to the breaking news, Talking Heads. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> wink, uh, wink, 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 nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah, kidding, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now we get to the, the title so, track. Uh, this is the spot, and so Tran- Tranquility Base is is the spot on the moon where the Apollo Eleven crew members, uh, Tranquility Neil, Neil Base, here. and Buzz Aldrin, yeah, landed their Apollo lunar module down twenty to the left. Um, so let's listen to the title track, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. <laughs> and sounds going on that one sound that sounds uh, kind of like a mellotron i read yeah. that's actually uh, the the producer james ford is playing a vaco orchestron it's called oh really <laughs> yeah that's what the instrument that, is that wow that came out kind of the 70s uh france or italy soundtrack for me uh, yeah, yes. yeah 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 definitely for yeah. sure right well it's this this starts off the lyrics are just amazing um there's a couple of lines that really stick out. Um, I've been on a bender back to that prophetic esplanade where I ponder all the questions but just manage to miss the mark. Come on. That's clearly <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Who? Good afternoon. Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. Mark speaking. Please tell me how may I direct your call? Oh, he's the he's the operator at the hotel. Right. He's the, the front hotel. desk clerk. He's got to um, you know, he's got to send somebody uh, off to room you know two thirty six to uh, get some ice delivered. And it's got uh, it has this like sinister. Vibe it absolutely to does. Like chill. It's very chill. But it's but not it's sinister. It's edge not. To it re- all. It's not relaxed. Yeah, it's yeah. chill it's and not. it's tense. <laughs> he's he's chill about it. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Right. Things have things have gone wrong, and Mama wants some answers. Right. <laughs> right. That's right. And that's great. That's He's, the kind of music we love. Honestly, that that's what I love about your band, Buffalo. That's what I love about Cognomen because you guys seem can seem very chill, but then there's some sinister shit going definitely. on. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Julia. Yeah. Yeah. I feel we're that all, way about what we do. I, yeah. I think we're all drawn to that. Though. So do you we're think you so think your brother Greg will listen to this? 
No, he introduced me to this. Yeah, no, he, no, but I mean, what you listen the to this? Yes, of course. You okay, of course. well, I just have to thank Greg because sitting on my computer now are MP3s that I ripped of all those Fela albums that he bought back in approximately I don't know two thousand one, two thousand, and. I, you were like, hey, you want the, you want to list these failure records? I was like, hell yes, are you crazy? Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> thank God for Big Brothers, right? See, I didn't, I didn't, I don't have a big brother. I didn't get that. Yeah, well, he yeah, definitely yeah. hooked me up. I had an older sister that only listened to Carol King's uh, Tapestry over and over again. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was it. Um, which is, I mean, it's a great record, but that's all she listened to. But uh, the only one, yeah. No, yeah, that was pretty. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's take a little break now. Uh, we will regroup, maybe pour some more wine. What are you doing? Are, are you are you uh, enjoying anything now with this conversation? Uh, I'll be frank with you. I have a glass of water and uh, some uh, coffee from yesterday. I'm not from earlier today. I mean that I'm not drinking because it's kind of late. <laughs> it's a little late. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, there. It's just still the, the caffeine is totally still in my system from earlier oh, okay, today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll be back. We're talking uh, Buffalo Brown about Arctic Monkeys, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. We'll be back in a minute. Is This Tomorrow, a weekly web comic since 1993, is the sole commercial sponsor of our show. That record got me high. Besides providing you with six or eight panels of humorous and dark insights into the workings of America's propaganda network, it's this tomorrow has another more important behind the scenes role they control an army of simulacra highly intelligent and convincing robots these robots occupy the highest levels of society including among other positions the janitor for the children's television workshop the chief financial officer of Krispy Kreme Donuts the spokesman for V8 vegetable juices Cambodian wing the person who decides what color carpet is used when someone says roll out the red carpet so you see do not underestimate the breadth and scope of is this tomorrow's influence on the clandestine workings of our deeply troubled planet not that there's much that they can do about it but the quarterlies for demoin glaze 12 and 24 pack are looking pretty good put that in your pipe and smoke it you degenerates that is privilege information not available to just any tom dick or mary do yourself a favor and get the inside scoop on what's really going on visit is this tomorrow.com that's is this tomorrow.com again for the insufficiently gullible is this tomorrow.com So when we go back in, I want to tell a quick story about Buffalo Brown. That's totally not <laughs> not going to get anybody in trouble or anything, but it was it was great. So we're, we're in, aren't we in? Already? All right. Well, okay. So <clears throat> what the hell? One of the most memorable nights, and I'm sure of my wife's uh, life in South Florida and mine as well, mm-hmm. was Buffalo Brown booked a gig at a Russian hotel and spa on um, North Beach or somewhere. And he calls me up and he says, hey, I've got this gig 
they want me to do some music for this family event for these Russian people. Do you want to do it with me? And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And we show up. And so we set up our equipment and we, and Susan's there and we play for about 15 minutes. And then some guy comes up and he goes, Oh, very good. Very good. That was great. Great. Come, so come sit and eat, come and have food. And then we go and they fed us this extraordinary spread of, with all these people, these, I don't have no idea who they were. I'm sure he made a stop because what we were playing bore no resemblance to what they identified as music. <laughs> they probably didn't even know they wanted to play this other kind of interesting pop. I don't know what even yeah. people, into, but people but were dancing to that. I so, remember, yeah. but all I remember was this food that kept coming and they would bring out this dish they of keep some, feeding them so, so they don't play again. Right. <laughs> basically. And they would bring out this food and you would go, you know, that doesn't look very good. And then you would eat some of them and you'd go, oh, my God, that is incredibly delicious. And it, the whole evening was like that at the end, everybody slapping backs and having a great time. Okay. It was just so odd. And, and, so, and you guys never played again. That was oh, the 15 minutes. That was it. <laughs> that, that was it. That, that That's was, my kind uh, of gig. <laughs> I don't know what I don't. I, maybe they. Maybe you got paid. I don't know, but it was worth every second nah, for that. Because nah, I'm sure if I asked Susan, she'd be like, "Oh yeah, that was an <laughs> incredible evening." Yeah, yeah. Like they would bring out this thing. It would be like fish. It would be like some like some fish in a bowl, and you'd be like, "Oh, you know, just like slices of fish. It doesn't look good." And then you would start eating. You'd be like, "Oh my god, it's pickled, and it's got this sour pickled, cream sauce, yeah. and it's really oh, good." Herring, probably herring right? or oh, something. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, it was uh-huh. amazing. That's good it was shit. A, it was an incredible evening. That's good shit. I and I felt like we are lucky to have left with our lives after playing. Like the music, right. the, what we were doing together. It could, yeah. Russians could, in Miami could have could gone have totally turned, a different way. Could have, yeah. Um, all right, so <laughs> bodies found in canal. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so we're here with Buffalo Brown. We're talking Arctic Monkeys, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. We have song number five, which is kind of a. This is kind of a love song, I guess. Maybe you could say it's the only real love song on the record. But of course, it's a weird, twisted love song. Let's listen to a little bit of Golden Trunks. Last night when my psyche thinking of it's actually um the first mother's album um freak out and the harmonies on there where frank was still i mean frank was always during the mothers responding to doo-wop and so it's got those doo-wop harmonies in there and uh i kept thinking god that's that's frank zappa i could be i could be wrong 
Um, and there's some incredible lyrics in this one as well. Um, yeah, well, well, well uh, Trump, was, you know, uh, Trump was already president by this time. But I'm thinking... And when English, he says the leader, think, no, but he was—he's living—he's living in Los Angeles, uh, and he says, and uh, the leader of the free world is, is comparing it to a wrestler wearing tight golden trunks. Come on, who is that? <laughs> well, I was thinking it could be Boris Johnson as well, oh, because okay. yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it, or it could be somebody in the story, and that's the whole. That's, uh, that's true, exactly true. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Right, it could be depending on what your point of view is. It could be this thing, but nonetheless, there's this theme of just kind of like, hey, you know, maybe things are should be serious. This is, like entertainment now yeah, instead of right. real <laughs> right. bendable figures with a fresh new pack of lies Some yeah of those yeah yeah, yeah. i'm go. sure you've heard about enough <laughs> he says at the end like, oh right sure right yes <laughs> like all these figures that are just kind of like and you know that's part of what social media is about too in a way just yeah. as far as the marketing anything right. that we're discussing right now is going to show up on my phone as an ad if i mention oh, oh yeah. my god oh, totally. yes, yeah. that's true <laughs> If I say Damprid, I'll get I'll get I said Damprid once in front of the phone and I got ads for days about Damprid and I was like, okay, this is real. This is I didn't type Damprid, I didn't I didn't do anything except say the words right. Damprid. Casino, we keep saying casino, so we'll probably get well, ads for uh, right. Well the uh, hard rock casino. casino. Yeah. But the chorus is just two lines and it's great because it it takes you out of the it it's um this character is sort of philosophizing and then but he's obviously talking to someone and then to yeah. what he says to this person is and in response to what you whispered in my ear i must admit sometimes i fantasize about you too and you go wow yeah that's- well, well there's the the love song thing though i think he's talking to you like a girl like a romantic exactly. interest or, but- or he's talking to himself though i was thinking <laughs> what, what if what if that's something she whispered in his ear but yeah, you know he, right. he must admit this that doesn't mean he's telling her anything just that, like you know I'm, yeah. he's thinking to himself you know i must admit yeah well then again he says to you too but right so I don't know. meta, yeah, so I, meta. I, but he could be talking to himself of course that's true uh, yeah it shows up in response because he talks about going to sleep last night when my psyche's subcommittee sang to me in its scary voice you Amazing. slowly dropped your eyelids when true love takes a grip it leaves you without a choice it's it's great uh, this record is um, remarkable. Yeah, it really is. And I'll tell you, yeah, I, I was just getting, and, and I had to listen to it a couple, like my first go through, I, I, what did I, first I messaged Barry, I said, this he record's did. weird. Weird. He said weird, <laughs> this weird record. And then uh, the second, third listen on it, I'm it's like, like oh, my oh my God, God this is incredible. amazing. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I did, and I messaged him that. Truly a grower for me too. A yeah, grower, for sure. yeah. All right, so this next one, four out of five, this one has a very, it remind me of like a sort of an Elvis Costello watching the uh, 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 detectives, like reggae vibe. Listen to a little bit at the beginning. Let's listen to four out of five. Start your free trial today Come on in the waters Lovely look You could meet someone you like Join the meteor strike It is that easy Lunar surface on a Saturday night Dressed up in silver and white With colored old grey whistle Test lights Take easy for a little while Come and stay with us It's such an easy 
a great line. Oh my god. I put a taqueria on the roof. It was well reviewed. Four stars out of five. And that's unheard of. This is something somebody has said to him. Right. And well, also, uh, Buffalo Brown, what's the name of the, of the taqueria? It's called the. It's- it's Good. called the uh, Information Action Ratio, right. which is from Neil Postman also. <laughs> which is from Neil Postman. Yeah, I'm using ourselves yeah. to death, right. So it, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, that's the name of the Taqueria. <laughs> information Action Ratio. Uh, so so uh, he meant... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, he mentions Clavius, which is kind of another Kubrick kind of a uh, reference. Clavius is... Um, oh. The crater where they create that base in 2001 when they find the, oh uh, what do you call it, the monolith? Yes. That, I think. It's all and getting gentrified. Out. And check it out. Like uh, the part of the plot line in that movie was that they they were covering up what was really happening by saying that there was an epidemic that they had all caught, so we can't communicate with anybody. Uh, which Ooh, is oh, how did he know? How did he, how did he know? know? <laughs> that little fucker. He's a genius. Yeah. That inter- that epidemic was a little more entertaining than this one. I must say, right. <laughs> This one's gone a little long in the tooth, as they okay, say. Okay, so but oh yeah, uh, so uh, Buffalo Brown, are you familiar with the amusing? You're obviously f- f- familiar with it, right? Because you've mentioned. I've it. never actually read it. Just um, just I've heard lectures from Postman. I'm right. I'm a superficial fan. I have, but not like I've but, read McLuhan, but, but not Postman. Like you said, but but it's all about. It's sort of a reference to the idea of like how we have so much knowledge at our fingertips now, but but it's like uh, we don't know what what action right. What we do you do with all that? For it. Yeah. Yeah. What do yeah. we do yeah. with all this knowledge we have at our fingertips? Right. You know. Yeah, it makes things the de- uh, uh, postman uses the. It, I think decontextualized. It just uh, it creates a sense of helplessness because we're receiving more than what we can actually do anything about. Yes. Right. More than anything, uh, yeah. but. People get that sensation makes them want to come back, oh, like a scary God, movie. Yes. So all of a sudden, the news is a commodity. All yeah, of a sudden, it's not right. about the truth. It's about getting yeah. your attention, and wow. the algorithms push that. Yeah, all they right. push that. Right, because you know Twitter knows what to feed to me to get my to get my blood pressure oh, it's up. So good, it's so, so keep, good at it. Keep rolling down and be like, oh. All right, so speaking of uh, things that get our attention, uh, let's let's listen to a song that is about the world's <laughs> first ever monster truck front flip. <laughs> how much 
David Bowie's singing style, especially Ziggy Stardust era Bowie, creeps into the sound of this record. Oh, the yeah. more you, for sure, for the sure, more yeah. he sings, the more you say, "Oh, I can, I can hear David Bowie singing." And then, of course, it makes you so many moments miss Bowie. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you go, "Oh, he's gone." But also, like uh, Buffalo said. Iggy, there's a little bit of the. Oh yeah, Iggy yeah, sure, sure. Oh yeah, sure. And then yeah, 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 yeah. Jarvis Cocker too, when uh, he gets also, that because yeah, it's so right. he was more British, I think, than Iggy. I mean, than uh, David Bowie David Bo- too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The yep. song start has to me has the most kind of uh, uh, more most obvious reference to Pet Sounds. I felt like. Oh, oh right, this one, yeah, yeah, with that organ and everything, oh, yeah, 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 yes, and the military snare with the little yes. Captain mm-hmm. Eddie things. It's very but so different, but a different feel than Pet Sounds, where Brian Wilson is trying to <coughs> capture this feeling of the, frankly, sexual innocence. And and this is very and, different. And he wants to make everything beautiful, and I feel like these, they're not trying to make no. everything pretty. They're no. Just, uh, no. This, this is that innocent kid after, after Yeah. <laughs> right, a few years later. So that's, after social media. <laughs> right. So that slogan that he says at the beginning, he keeps saying, you you press the button and we'll do the rest. We'll do that's the rest. That's a, a Kodak. That's oh, a, yeah. from a Kodak Co- advertising oh, wow. campaign. Yeah. The exotic sound of data storage. <laughs> yeah. Think about we all know now. Oh, we have, where's your data stored? Oh, I stored the cloud like everybody right. now is aware of where well everybody right. who's you know hopefully you know where your data is right um, like, but again oh. so he says uh, forward thinking model, uh, model villages more yes. more brain shrinking moving images <laughs> you push the button and we'll do the rest so mm. that's technology making us dumber and dumber the, well why else would he reference the world's first ever monster truck front flip which is a thing it's a thing yeah, yeah, algorithm, yeah, it's a real thing. I bottom there I watched yeah, yeah, that exactly. video yeah, yeah. I watched that stupid fucking course, video yeah. it's like oh there it goes yeah, yeah. Um, so this is kind of a song, maybe. Uh, well, I'm sure he wasn't thinking this is per- the perspective of the algorithms, but a lot of what's happening here is kind of like, what yeah. are they? Oh, yeah. Programmed to do? Sure. Right, right. Exactly. Don't worry, we have this. We have this. We'll give you what you what you need and what you like. Just keep clicking. Just stay on this also, page. Yep. I should have looked it up, but there is this text, Barry. You work with text, and I think I do. Or something. I do. So there's this gener- generic Latin. Um, uh, paragraph that gets repeated over and over again when you're doing a display of something. But Alorum the Ipsum. Bastard Latin. That's it's, the best it's totally thing bastard for Latin. It. Yeah, it's totally made up. It's oh, a something really? that they created <laughs> that's what to he, look like yeah. Latin. Oh, and when you, yeah. like when you're in Adobe Illustrator and you click, it will drop in a paragraph of this bastard Latin, which means absolutely nothing. But every graphic designer has, has seen it thousands and thousands of times. So, and so I've seen it so much, I actually turned it off. I'm like, all right, enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's in, I, I sometimes read it just because I don't have as much you know time with it as you do. You know, I'm, and I'm usually kind of bored when that's happening. It's like, oh, this is not anything. Okay, a, I just want to I want to do an interjection here while we're in the con the uh, the we're discussing science fiction. Basically, this is a science yes. fiction album. Um, I've been reading. I, I hadn't read fiction for literally decades. I just stopped reading fiction. I don't know why, but I did, and um. Because you've turned into a miserable person. <laughs> so I was looking at William Gibson's Twitter, and Ooh. he discussed, he said, I'm looking forward to reading the new book by M. John Harrison, um, The Sunken Lands Will Rise Again. And, you know, William Gibson, you go, okay, that's a pretty heady recommendation. That's a pretty, you know, if this guy says, 
you know, this is something I'm looking forward to. So I went and I bought that book and I read it and it was amazing. Oh, cool. And then cool. I read, started reading this trilogy that this guy, M. John Harrison, wrote um, called, um, it's called loosely, it's called the Kefahuchi Track Trilogy, but it's three books. And it's cool. the most, um, it's called, there's one's called Light, one called Nova Swing, and one called um, Empty Space, A Haunting. They are like this record. They feel like this record feels. It's um, a futuristic but retro right, feel, right. and they are amazing. So, oh, nice. Uh, rare that I'm going to okay. give an endorsement to literary recommendation. Literary from Mr. Barry M. John Stark. Harrison. <laughs> uh, uh, um, M. John Harrison. All so. right. Um, so speaking of science fiction Where are, you, where are we going to go now? Where are we going to go? Let's listen to the song <laughs> titled Science Fiction Religious Iconography Giving you the creeps Feel the modern Disco lizard Tongue along your cheek The rise of the machine I must admit you gave me something momentarily in which I could believe But the hand of harsh realities on It's on its way back here to scoop you up But not on my watch I wanna stay with you my love The way some science fiction does In the silver screen of strange society so, so basically, uh, Buffalo Brown, like we were saying, he's he, he's singing about the concept of science fiction, but we know he's really singing about the way things are now, and and just the, oh you know, the way, right? I mean, we're what? we're living it now. We are. The sec- the second verse is completely. Reflections in the silver screen of strange societies. Swamp monster with a hard-on for connectivity. <laughs> the ascension of the cream, which I don't know if you know what that is, but that's the uh, cash rules everything around me. The ascension of that. Okay, okay. Mass panic on a not-too-distant future. Mm. And quantitative easing is a... Oh, my God. A, uh, you know about... It's a... It's a um, Financial. It's a strategy, right? But, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a strategy that kind of works... Against the intention, in a way. Yes, uh, yes. At least historically, yeah. And then he's got a great line after that. He says, "I want to make a simple point about peace and love, but in a <laughs> sexy way where it's not obvious." <laughs> <laughs> well, the line I love that. <laughs> the line that catches me, and um, well, there's two lines in here that really get me. Um, I feel rougher than a disco lizard tongue across your cheek. The rise of the machines. Where's the rise of the machines from? That's Terminator. Terminator. Skynet, oh, yes. Skynet is active. And then, oh, yeah. And then, um, I want to stay with you, my love, the way some science fiction does. And that's why I mentioned those books, because they have that quality of, tu- of yeah. touching you in a way that it, it's not, it's science fiction, but it's also, it's not, I, I don't want to, don't, no, the hate, send your hate mail to, 
hey assholes at that record got me high yes it's not star trek or star wars it's very much a um, <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> <laughs> it's very different than that right, there's right. a way to write not that there's anything wrong with Star Trek. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> quote Seinfeld. Kids. <laughs> you know, quote that famous Seinfeld episode. <laughs> and there's another, uh, uh, he alludes again to kind of living in a virtual world. He, he mentions Got World on a Wire, which is a film about, um, uh, it's kind of a, it's a science fiction film, of course. Uh, and it's kind of a, it seems everybody's dressed like the 70s, sort of speak, but it's about <laughs> future people are, are connected to this machine that has them living in a virtual world yeah. not in the real world yeah i think uh simulacra or simulacrum is yeah the name of exactly the yes there's a philip and k dick that's philip k dick sim the simulacra where they had people he had a book where he had people living on mars in these horrible conditions but they had this um they took this drug and they had this little Playset that was like a Barbie playset. Oh, right. But right, when they right. took the drug, it made them part. They became the playset. And whoa, twisted. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought the gift was going to be a uh, social media. But. <laughs> well, but think about. Uh, but it, it's a two-edged sword. Think about the fact. Think about what we're doing. I'm sitting in front of me with two computers and a multi-track recording device, and we're talking to someone couple hundred miles away right and we're putting out a podcast once a week so right i don't want to go i don't want to go back uh, don't uh, poo poo this this is very important work what we're doing we're doing god's work (laughs) (laughs) some people say it's not the tool itself so much as how it's being used there you Uh, go of course and we're not you know we're only using it i mean we make a couple of it's gonna get posted on social media i'm gonna share it on social media right we make some King Crimson fans angry from time to time, but we're, we're well, harmless. Basically. And people do. There's a lot of people who there's a lot of hate about Facebook, and I un, I do understand. Oh yeah, but yeah. In some way, I completely avoid. I must have winnowed my Facebook group friends down to people who only agree with me to your echo chamber. <laughs> so you're I guess, yeah. Because okay, well, good for you. It's not my. It's not an issue. You, I think, have I'm still some friends. With, yeah, I'm still friends with people that I went to high school with that I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't be. I should unfriend them. Um, oh. All right. So speaking of speaking of social media and all that, this goes perfectly into this next song. Let's listen to a little bit of "She Looks Like Fun." Uh-huh. You got a straw and something tropical I've got the party plugged right into my skull Wayne Manor, what a memorable NY I should mention, I should point out that as great as this record sounds and there's so much cool stuff going on and everything, there's no overt, like, a catchy, you're not going to find, like, catchy melodies or things like that on this. It's just no. not what it's about. Well, this, it's not like yeah. there's, yeah, it's not like you're going to, the song's going to really, I don't think, get uh, get in your head. Like This some song feels to song. me like John Lennon. 
Oh yeah, the way yeah, yeah, yeah. he's singing the one, and there's two, three, a little four, count. yeah, and the slap <laughs> the back on his the slap back on his voice, and the What's way he sings mm-hmm. is it's like oh that's Lennon he's doing John there's Lennon even kind of a Lennon Harrison solo in the middle uh, right I right, think there's right. some conscious so solo yes I believe there's a little bit of conscious Beatles okay, so what is he ta- uh, go, go ahead go ahead Buffalo. Yeah, just David Bowie, um, uh, Rock and Roll Suicide. The oh, riff is yeah, on, yeah, on the yeah, second yeah. part of that song, yeah. which is another song about uh, somebody that's kind of disconnected and how they're dealing with this disconnect. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, which is there's a part yeah. where he says, uh, uh, "Finally, I can share with you through through cloudy skies every whimsical <laughs> thought that enters my mind. There's no limit to the length." <laughs> Of the dickheads we can be. <laughs> All right, so mm, you know this is specifically, I think, a reference to his girlfriend, which I don't even know if she's his girlfriend anymore. Uh, Taylor Bagley, who's an American uh, model slash actress, Taylor Bagley, and, and her Instagram. I guess she seen. I guess she, she she quit her Instagram in late January because there were too many angry Arctic uh, Monkeys fans oh. like harassing her on right. there. For being his um, mm. for being his girlfriend, wow. so she had to quit Instagram. But if I just will side note: this has nothing to do with anything. But I googled because I wanted to see who she was if I knew who she was. So I googled Taylor Bagley and uh, and him and uh, Alex Turner. And the funny thing is, they're a very striking couple. But she is at least a foot. Uh, taller than because oh. <laughs> he's That's not that big. He's a small guy, yeah. and she's a very statuesque yeah. woman. Yeah. So yeah, she's he's one of those guys that looks good with an electric guitar on. Small guys always look better with he's the guitar good, on. Uh, yeah, he's a handsome guy. He's a good-looking guy, but yeah, she's a foot taller than. Him. Um, well, the chorus, yeah. good for him. The chorus of this song <laughs> is. <laughs> chorus of this song is she looks like fun Bukowski. She looks yeah. like fun dog sitting. She looks like fun screwballing. So. He's throwing in these, like, if he's responding to hipsters attacking his girlfriend on social media or, you know, um, Mm -hmm. Bukowski's going to come up if you're a hipster for sure, you know. Right, right, right. You're on the beach reading. (laughs) (laughs) This today's my uh, today's office uh, at the beach reading Bukowski. Yes. So a little bit of a, another prescient kind of lyric is uh, uh, there's a kind of a bridge where he where he says uh, no one's on the streets we moved it all online as of March. Oh, oh damn! Wow! How did he know? March. How did he know? Oh my March god! March was my last day riding the bus <laughs> riding the bus to Fort Lauderdale. I've been. I've He's been a work- wizard. He's a wizard, uh, Buffalo Brown. I, he he knew something. He knows something. The next line is, however, the next line is, I'm so full of shite. I need to spend less time stood around in bars. So <laughs> he immediately drags it down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he has to, so no one figures out that he's waffling on to strangers all about martial arts and how much I respect them. (laughs) You wonder Uh, if he's like, if that's really confessional, if he's like remembers himself drunk in a bar, going, you know, those guys, those karate guys, they're just incredible. I just. It feels like something he would do. He seems like a pretty laid-back dude, even though he's a, uh, you know, he can be very austere or whatever the word is. He's a great performer, but yeah, 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 he's like, yeah. A, yeah, like a guy who you can have a beer with. Also, it could be somebody that's a stranger coming up to him. Right, right, right. Saying how much I respect you, and oh, yeah, hey, yeah, you've yeah. been working out. I could see you, or I saw your. <laughs> I, I guess he doesn't have a feet, but yeah. Uh, either um, way, yeah. It's so, yeah. yeah. 
There was a mention. I hate to. God, I hate when we go backwards. It's terrible. There's a mention in here that I didn't, that I saw, and I didn't um, talk about. Where he talks about um, where does Bruce Wayne live? Where does Batman live? Oh, a manor. Yeah, Wayne Manor. He does mention Wayne Manor. He does. Well, and that's funny because the next song is called Batphone. And, and uh, what is a bat? I guess, for, well, everyone knows because Batman, but a Batphone is like a private uh, telephone number, like like when you yes. need a higher priority. When right. like Commissioner a very Gordon, important right. call. Commissioner Gordon calls on the Batphone. Let's call it, but I think he's giving more device, shade to the device because he's really against, I think this is a very anti-device record, you uh, know, your device, yeah. and the, right? Uh, so yeah. let's listen to a little bit of Batphone. To describe this thing That you say we're all grandfathered in I'll use the search engine Too much to discuss Over a broken applause I can recall all the glow of yellow beam It's the big night In Tinsel City Life became a spectator sport I launched my fragrance called Integrity I sell the fact That I can't be bought Have I told you Time that I got sucked into a hole through a handheld device. Oh yeah, um, I launched my fragrance called Integrity. I sell the fact that I can't be bought. Oh. That's beautiful. That's like it's perfect. like knives out, motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like you want to know. Here you go. That's beautiful. Um, it's, it is. It's incredible. And it's and there's another line that's so great. Um, too much to discuss over a bucket of balls. You know what that is? Golf. Oh, yeah, going out golf, and hitting right. golf balls. Hitting a bucket of balls. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're gonna go out and have some. Yeah, let's let's talk about it over swinging out at the driving range. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I can recall the glow of your low beams. Low beam headlights. Somebody standing with a you know a car in the dark. It's it's yeah. it's amazing. He's great. This guy is. Whatever happened to him that made him that made him produce this? You know, it definitely was a cathartic um, experience. Yeah. Something. It, it, uh, there's not a scene that he's describing where he says where he is or what he's doing or what he's about to do or what he's done, but no. You feel the sense of 
somebody waiting for somebody being able yeah. to recognize low beams when they show up. But yeah. in the meantime, I'm on my phone because what do we do now when we have a spare phone? <laughs> oh, just look, right. at, look at yeah. your phone. Yeah, we yeah, get yeah, right. into a hole. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid we just just uh, look around uh, and see what's going on. Yeah. yeah, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, my phone's almost out of battery. What am I going to do? All right, so we mentioned uh, the other little John Lennon S. This one, this last one, very uh, Beatlesque. esque I feel. I feel like this is a very Beatlesque closer to the record. And uh, and in his meta, in the meta fashion of the whole thing, I feel like he's lamenting, like he, now he's the hotel band singer, um, lamenting the fact that he's on the moon far from his friends and family. But maybe he's really thinking. Maybe this is the isolation of him writing this whole goddamn record in his in his apartment in Los yep. Angeles. So let's yep. let's listen to a little bit of the Ultra Cheese. Still got pictures of friends on the wall. I suppose we aren't really friends anymore. Maybe I shouldn't ever call. That thing friendly at all Get freaked out from a knock at the door When I haven't been expecting one I didn't that used to be part of the phone Once upon a time In a booth like we usually were Every time there was a rocket launch Or some big event What a death I died Writing that song Starts to finish with you looking up Stays between us, Steinway and his sons Cause it's the ultra cheese That's the ultra cheese he written something that's that's so sappy. Yeah, he yeah, he's, he's dare, too cheesy, right? right? It's just between us, Steinway and his sons Cause it's the ultra cheese Just you and me <laughs> You and I what a death I died writing that song. Start to finish with you looking on. Um, the piano, it stays between us, Steinway and his sons. The piano was the only witness to the cheesy song he wrote. Right. But then finally, but he can't help it. At the end, he's got the one more little cheesy cliche trope because he says, Oh, the, the dawn won't stop weighing a ton. I've done some things I shouldn't have done. But I haven't stopped Stop loving, loving you once. once. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got that falsetto, ooh, falsetto at the end, and then it just ends. <laughs> I've still Something got pictures. Of, uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. The pictures of friends on the wall. Yes. That's where I was headed, where yes. I was headed with that. It's just that um, it made me think more recently how on particular social media you have a wall with pictures of friends. Mm, uh, yes. Absolutely Some of them, right. Some of them you're sort of friends. Maybe yeah. there's a picture you saw of somebody that, like, hey, we're not really. No. Yeah, and he no, says maybe, maybe we, we shouldn't really have been friendly at all. Yeah. Well, my how about picture looks like I'm serious, but no, it looks like I'm deep vibes. in thought, but I'm not. Yeah. How like, about like half the goddamn people I went to high school with? Well, how about the thing when <laughs> you 
your Facebook friends with somebody and they come up to you in a bar and you don't <laughs> they know yeah right he knows exactly what I'm talking about where someone comes up to you and it's a perfectly nice person but yeah. they assume that you know who they are because you're friends on Facebook and you've interacted with them and whatever but you don't know really what they look like and you don't really know anything about them except what you've done and then there they are and they're interacting with you like oh and you're like fuck I have no <laughs> I don't know what to do because I don't really know who this person is I only know eight lines of text you know that I that you sent to me in 2017 you know Oh, or with hey. social media, there are people that I'd never met that I felt like, man, they show up so much and I know what they're doing. It's almost like I know some more about them than their parents. Yes, oh, well, right? that, that, that's also true. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, no, there's people I have. I have Facebook friends. I have a, a woman, I'm, and Rob and I, we talked about this, and he's like, does your wife know about this? I have a woman I'm Facebook friends with who I've been Facebook friends with for like It's 10, a slippery slope. I'm telling you, it's a slippery slope. 10 years <laughs> or a really long time. And... She lives in northern Australia. Virtually, if you drilled straight through the earth, pretty much you would end up there. And, you know, we just, we chat all the time. But it's just one of those. And I feel like I know her and she feels like she knows me, I'm sure. But she's got a husband and a bunch of kids and I've got. How would your wife feel, uh, Buffalo Brown, if you had some uh, woman you talk to constantly in Australia? Not constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she, she knows I have all kinds of friends that I talk to, but okay, yeah, okay. I, but it, I, truthfully, sometimes I feel weird about some of that. It's, it's weird. not because it's all there's anything weird. wrong That's happening, but it, because it's, yeah, it's, it's very weird. unique. It's not what I grew up with. It's no. not the way yeah. society is really, uh, maybe virtual. That's the thing. There's this other virtual element. Uh, well, there's right. like the world has grown, a, like society grew a new layer to its brain. Yeah. And now oh. it's just part of what it is. And so you say, you think, well, I want to go back to before. And, you know, you're never going to go can't. back to before. <laughs> we can't. Um, it's, it's now it's part of the way things are, is that we're all connected in this particular odd way. We are. Um, and and uh, this record, I feel like, captures that it, whole that it, thing and that does. feeling, right? It does. Yeah. So. As well as this uh, odd nostalgia for... 1960 sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, yeah, so... I love all the keyboards and the fuzz guitars oh and the Oh, I knew, I knew you would. That's what I said. Guitars. I kept going back to you. I kept saying, oh, I know why he loves this. I know why he loves this record. There's one, there's one song <laughs> early in the record that's got just an absolutely incredible melody that's played on fuzz guitar. I have to go back and figure it out. And when it kicks in, you go, God, that is just incredible. Like, who, the yeah. guy who thought of that, you go... Dude, you get a gold star because yeah, yeah. that no, was. There's some great shit on that, and these guys did a great job of taking whatever his concept. Which, when you think about it, it could have been something that he could have just made this like weird uh, solo Total record, record of sure. him yeah, on sure. a piano and that. But they really built it into this amazing thing, which I'm really so uh, thankful that you brought this to us, uh, Buffalo Brown. This yeah, is, you uh, you totally surprised us because usually people, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but they'll pick something that got them high, like when they were a teenager or something. Else. But you something that came out recently yeah and me yeah. and barry had no idea and i no. bet a lot of people because obviously they're a huge band they have tons of fans but there's also tons of people that probably would never even give them right because we're, we're too thought. we're a little older than their yeah and, demo. and would mm-hmm. uh, dismiss it but this is not a record no, to no. Dismiss. this it's record awesome this is in that the pulp record we did what's the name of the pulp album um uh, 
Uh, a different class. Different class. <laughs> yes. Where it's so unique. It's a yeah. world of itself. It's, it, it's its own little universe. It creates yeah. its own world, which is some, uh, some of my favorite music. Like, Absolutely. You know, you Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you. Welcome. Thank you so yeah, much for I coming knew on you the would, show. I knew that you would bring something really cool to the show. I didn't know it would be something so recent. Yeah, it was and, a shocker. But you, you took us by surprise, great. As, totally you, great. as you are wont to do. So, well, uh, it's one of the only uh, albums of recent that I've been obsessed with. There are right. a couple actually more recent since then I could bring up, but that, that's for later, maybe. But, okay, for yeah. later. Well, you're, yeah. you're gonna. All right, so where you um, pick another record, you'll be back on the show. That's for on. sure. So, where is the best place for people to find uh, a Cognomen? Where do you want people to go to listen to some Cog or hopefully yes, purchase yes. some Cognomen? Where should they go? Uh, yeah, just look us up as uh, C O G N O M. And Cognomen Music. Uh, just Google it, and you know. There you go. Just uh, Google but it. you guys are on. You are on, on Bandcamp, though, as I recall. Everything you have is shows up on. We're Bandcamp. gonna. Well, no, we have not. Uh, yeah, we're uh, no. Uh, the historically SoundCloud. We're going to uh, be in the next few months before the year's over. If we're all okay, <laughs> having a presence on on Bandcamp to sell our, our albums and whatnot okay, right cool. now. But yeah, right now through our through our website, you can find different ways of purchasing. Okay, stuff. okay, and, great. Uh, yeah. Cognomen music, awesome. Thanks again for being on the show. Yeah, thank next you so week, much. Uh, that was, that was incredible. Next week we're going to the UK again. We have our friend. Uh, Peter, next week it's Peter in like Norris. three days. Well, I'm saying next week because that's for them. It's going to be the I next agree. week it comes out. Yes, uh, he's doing. Uh, <laughs> he's bringing to us. Another British uh, yes. rock band, Blur. Another four-letter British rock band. Yeah, Blur. Yeah, pulp and Blur. And Modern Life is Rubbish. rubbish. Which just from the mm. outset, you go, yeah, I got you. I'm, yeah. I'm on board with no, this. That, I'm, I remember when that came out, and that's a great record, <laughs> it is. So that'll be a fun listen. Uh, that's Peter Norris. That's next week. Maybe next week. Who knows? We don't know what's well, it's, going it's, on Well, we'll record it yeah, next. It'll you know. be months from now. But uh, anyway, don't forget. You can you'll, hear it, you'll hear it a week from uh, the no, time you're hearing this for the first time. A week from this one. From this one. Yeah, yeah that's sure. From that's this one. right. Yeah. That's from now. There you go. I mean, now. Yeah, now. that's the now. now. That's now. the now they know. They don't know our now, Barry. They only know their now. <laughs> All right, don't forget, you can go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH and become a patron of the show. Uh, don't forget on Instagram, you can go to at that record got me high. On Facebook, it's that record got me high. And also that Facebook group got me high. That's on Facebook. So don't forget, uh, subscribe to us if you, whatever you, uh, you listen Share to it us. with your friends. And share it with your friends. Or if you hate us, share it with people you hate. Yeah, and then And then, then they'll get to hear it too. And, they can and like, if you have something. Oh, these guys are idiots. Un- unkind to say or nasty. Go ahead, send it. We're, we're big boys. We can we take are. it. That's right. And we'll read it on the air. <laughs> yeah, we will. Hey, assholes at thatrecordgotmehigh.com. There you go. So thanks again, Buffalo Brown, for being on. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Once again, we are That yes, Record Got you. Me High. We will see you guys next week. We are out.